Welcome, everybody, yet another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you are enjoying your day sweet, if not, what the hell ever, this I thought was going to be fun. So I was seeing something on Twitter of, I think it was Sportskeeda was asking ChatGPT of their list of the top 10 best women's wrestlers of all time. So I thought, why not do an episode asking ChatGPT a question of my own? Because I've got it right here. And I asked ChatGPT, I want you to make a top 10 list of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, and I'm going to go through the list today. And the response right away is, certainly, WrestleMania has showcased numerous memorable matches throughout its history. While opinions may vary, here is a subjective list of 10 exceptional WrestleMania matches that have left a lasting impact. So, I'm going to go in order from 10 to 1. I'm guessing the AI did not listen when I said make a top 10 list. They just gave a list of 10 exceptional WrestleMania matches. So I guess the top 10 part is just throw it out the window. Because even at the bottom it says, Please note that this list represents a subjective opinion. There are many other fantastic WrestleMania matches worthy of recognition. So let's go through the list courtesy of this AI project here. So number 10, they have Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 10. The first WrestleMania ladder match, second ladder match happened on television in WWE history since the concept was brought in in 92. Their description says their ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship introduced a new level of innovation and remains a benchmark for ladder matches in WWE history. I honestly can't argue with that. Because every time somebody has a ladder match, it's always going to be compared to one of the most iconic ladder matches in WWE history and overall wrestling history. Because you had amazing high spots. Crazy bumps, like one of those matches that kept you on the edge of your seat, very innovative. Fantastic match. I really can't argue with that one. Number 9, Kurt Angle vs. Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 21. Their description says, The technical masterpiece between two exceptional athletes displayed their versatility, left a lasting impression on fans and critics alike. This one I can easily get behind because this match is still regarded to this day as one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. Because, I mean, you had Shawn... I think they said in some kind of documentary or whatever, Shawn Michaels was trying to out-wrestle Kurt Angle. You don't do that against an Olympic gold medalist who won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck and is known to be one of the greatest professional athletes ever. Not counting his later days in WWE. I'm just talking about ever. So, yes, I can actually get on board with this one as well. Now, of course, this can't be a top 10 because they say number 8 is Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker WrestleMania 26. The sequel to their WrestleMania 25 encounter, this match added a career stipulation for Shawn Michaels, leading to an emotional showdown between two legends. Now this, I easily give a 5-star rating. Yeah, the story is better than the WrestleMania 25 match, even though I feel like 25 has that more magical feeling. Because at that point, Shawn Michaels had never lost to The Undertaker one-on-one. But this... I think you could still kind of have an asterisk still a little bit by this match because it was supposed to be the end of Shawn Michaels' career and he still broke the the whole retirement stipulation for whatever reason to have that terrible match in Saudi Arabia. So yeah, it kind of tarnished the legacy there. But I mean, still, this match was unbelievable. And that's why I dedicated a whole episode talking about his road to WrestleMania 26. So I mean, this was an unbelievable match. Now, this one, number seven. They have Edge versus The Undertaker WrestleMania 24 saying this match showcased the storytelling abilities of both wrestlers and featured numerous near falls and high spots, leaving fans on the edge of their seats. 
there's one thing I have to question though. ChatGPT said this that this was a top ten list, or at least an overall list of matches that last left a lasting impact. I honestly rarely ever hear anybody truly giving the recognition to this match in comparison to matches like the Money in the Bank ladder match and like Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair on this evening. I mean, yeah, this was an excellent end to the WrestleMania 24, even though people will probably remember the pyro accident that happened during Undertaker's celebration. Like, I will give it credit saying this was an excellent match. I would give it like maybe four and a half out of five stars if I rated it. But this match, not a whole lot of people look back and say, yeah, this was an amazing main event because those are things that kind of overshadowed this. So, I mean, yeah, it was amazing, but no long-lasting impact when you compare to other WrestleMania main events. Number six. Now, this one I have to acknowledge because of the significance. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 18. The dream match between the two wrestling icons generated in an electric atmosphere. Crowd's reaction made this encounter truly special. Yeah, because everybody has to take the fact that the crowd just lit up during this whole match. I mean, you look at Hogan when he was posing down in the early moments of the match. The crowd came unglued. Even in Toronto, because that place is known to be a bizarre world. If you want an example with how Canada can be, look at SummerSlam a couple years later. You'll understand what I mean, but... Even though Hogan was a heel and The Rock was babyface, you had the opposite reaction. The crowd went nuts and they had to change up the match just to fit with the crowd. Where The Rock had to technically work heel and Hogan as a face. But I mean, this icon versus icon, this worked to perfection. Now, number five, I have a mixed opinion on though. Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 12. The Iron Man match went the distance it featured Shawn Michaels' iconic dive from the top rope. I mean, which one, when he kind of did a flying crossbody to Brett on the outside? The contest showcased the in-ring prowess of both competitors. If I had to give this a five out of five-star ring, I'd give it like a four, because honestly, I prefer the Ironman matches we saw between Brock and Kurt Angle 2003, and even uh, Triple H versus The Rock at Judgment Day 2000 over this. I mean, yeah, it was great, but I mean, the match, even though it went 0-0 and it did tell a story that neither man could best each other at all during that time limit to even get a fall on each other but the match honestly felt like it dragged on like just because of that like zero to zero and one thing i even noted i think that was even put post uh pointed out in a box mania episode when they when matthew went over this match sean kept working on brett's left arm the entire match whenever they were doing like wrestles and everything to kill time and brett just no sold it so it's like, why work on the arm if it's not going to play a factor in the match at all? Because Brett's going to be like, oh, I have a, my arm is just perfectly fine. Like, he literally no-sold it the entire time. So, I mean, yeah, it was a great main event for WrestleMania 12, but I would not personally put it in any top 10 lists. Because I honestly feel like it's an overrated match. So great, but not a 5 throw classic. Number 4, The Rock vs. Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 17, or as OSW Review says, X7. The clash between two of WWE's biggest stars resulted in an intense battle for the WWE Championship, creating an unforgettable WrestleMania moment. If I had to give this a rating, I'd give it like four and three quarters. I feel like the steel chair, like beatdown and everything, kind of made the finish feel a little anticlimactic. So it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Like, yeah, and we can also criticize Stone Cold turning heel because of the booking afterwards. The crowd didn't know what to think of it. They were still cheering Austin, even though he aligned with his longtime rival. But for me, I feel like outside of that finish, this was a, a superb main event. Yeah, you kind of had to give, get a little 
iffy with the near falls and everything out of the finishers and stuff like that, but this main event still worked. Fitting conclusion to the Attitude Era, even though I guess that's subjective because people can't really agree with when the Attitude Era ended. But I mean, this was a fantastic main event, like I said. If they went with a different finish, like at least getting maybe one more stunner in there rather than just bam, 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 tear shot cover, all that's it, it would have had a better finish and wouldn't have felt so, like, anticlimactic at the end, at least for me. Now, number three, one of my favorite matches of all time, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage from WrestleMania 3. Kind of fitting, three for three. Known for its fast paced and innovative wrestling, this match feature between two technical masters is often considered a blueprint for in ring storytelling. A match that lasted less than 20 minutes, so many near falls, great story in the buildup with Savage damaging Ricky Steamboat's throw with the guardrail and the ring bell. You had to get George the Animal Seal involved into the match. One of the greatest Intercontinental Championship matches ever. Not just in WrestleMania history, but also in the history of the company. Just mind-blowing. And to think, like, Steamboat, like, this would be the apex of Steamboat's time in the WWE because afterwards he lost the Intercontinental Championship to take time with his family, and then he was never the same. Thankfully, he got a career renaissance when he went to WCW shortly thereafter, slash Jim Crockett Promotions, but this was like the apex of Steamboat's time in WWE, and this was a mind-blowing match. Honestly, if you've never seen it, please watch it. You're gonna love it. Number two, one of the greatest matches in wrestling history. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold from WrestleMania 13. This legendary submission match elevated Stone Cold's career and showcased the resilience of both competitors. A double turn during the match remains iconic. Now, I wouldn't say that, well, it got Stone Cold truly on the map as being taken as a legitimate guy, but it wouldn't be like an immediate fast track like elevation because he really didn't start skyrocketing in terms of popularity and elevation until at least within the crowd reactions, until after he broke his neck, because then he was stunning everybody, stunned Vince McMahon, still getting physical, proving prove himself to be the toughest son of a bitch in WWE history. But it's just like the crowd kind of started to get behind Stone Cold during the match and even afterwards because they turned face, but it's just like once he broke his neck that out and still kept going, that was really when he got elevated to really show how tough he was. I mean, the man started walking after he broke his neck. I mean, that's saying something, but I mean, this match puts Stone Cold on the map. I mean, fantastic match. The action was amazing, but fantastic storytelling, very innovative offense, and that finish was perfection. I mean, Stone Cold, bloody as fuck, knee smashed to oblivion with the steel chair, breaks that sharpshooter on Stone Cold, he's bleeding profusely, temporarily breaks the sharpshooter, doesn't work, get back into position, and Stone Cold chooses to pass out rather than tap out, Living up to his word in the bill, saying he will not tap out to Brad Hart's sharpshooter. And that would be it for the match. And afterwards, Brad even said in the Him and Hart Wrestling with Shadows documentary, he's going to do the old school heel thing, and that's to kick the good guy when he's down. And then even backed away from a fight with Ken Shamrock, so got the turn done properly. Now number one, one of my favorite matches ever. Shawn Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania 25. This match is widely regarded as one of the greatest in WrestleMania history. The dramatic storytelling and breathtaking in reaction solidified its place at the top. Yes. Now, of course, this match easily, from time to time, people look back in this and remember that this was like the match that popularized the whole thing of finishers meaning nothing. The one defense I can at least give for this match, at least on Undertaker's side, is the only finisher he used more than once in this whole thing was a tombstone. He didn't overdo it with the choke slam or the Hell's Gate or the last ride. 
And Shawn Michaels, of course, he had to overdo it with Sweet Chin Music because that was his primary finisher at the time. Yeah, he kind of used, I think, the figure four leg lock at one point. He wasn't doing that teardrop suplex that he was using back in the 90s. So, of course, he was going to have to use the one finisher that he's known for. But, I mean, this match, still one of the most breathtaking matches of all time. I think, the I remember the first time I saw this, being on vacation, even though I knew the match's outcome, I was watching it on my netbook, the one that I showed in my, uh, one of my past videos, I can't remember which one, but I remember watching this match, and even though I knew the outcome, it still took my breath away. Easily got you excited. Mind-blowing match, and yeah, that dive to the outside by The Undertaker was scary because of the landing, but this match, unbelievable. One of the greatest ever, and easily, I think, even with those that top two, I can easily agree, at least in my opinion, that's the right order. I don't know about the rest of those, but I would easily rank Bret Hart Stone Cold as the second-best WrestleMania match for me personally, and then number one would be Shawn Undertaker. I mean, maybe I would put their WrestleMania 26 match in number three, but, I mean, that top two I can easily agree with. So, I mean, this was kind of a surprising list. Like I said, the only match I question, a couple matches I question are Sean Brett, because I honestly feel, personally, I feel it's kind of overrated. And seven, and I have to question the whole thing that Chad GBT said was saying that matches that left a lasting impact. I don't think number seven le left that much of a lasting impact to the point where everybody looks back fondly on this match in comparison to other matches like you see on this list. That's just me. I mean, I love the match, but like I just said. So, let me know in the comment section below, what did you all think about what ChadGBT said for this list? Maybe I'll go through other lists just for the fun of it to uh, kind of break some of the stuff down. So, let me know in the comment section below, what did you guys think of ChadGBT's list for the top 10 WrestleMania matches of sorts? Again, that's kind of subjective because it doesn't feel like a top 10 list. It was just like, oh, here's 10 matches I chose. So anyway, let me know in the comment section below. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please remember, leave a like, subscribe with the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I will catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.